This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. As we stand high atop the palatial studio of WGNS downtown Murfreesboro. For those listening in Canada, you, I'm sure you're excited about that. <laughs> Jeff Jordan with me is, is the normal thing to happen on a Monday. Jeff, that is the coldest 37 degrees outside today that I have ever think I've ever encountered. I, it, I think that's something to do about 20 mile an hour wind. <laughs> I tell you, I went to Kroger's today to buy gas. I did the same, by the way, on the way over here. And that wind was whistling through that parking lot, and I'm telling you what, I like to have frozen. But I did not. I am here. Our, our Kroger, by the way, is closing. Which Kroger would that be? It's a sad moment on North Tennessee Boulevard. Sad, sad, sad. Is it moving to another location, or is it just no. knocking it down altogether? Uh, I don't know about knocking knocking it down. The Kroger's favorite thing to do is to leave the building empty for 50 years and then rent it to U-Haul or something, but I don't know what they're going to well, do. Well, we might can make a gymnasium out of it, you think? <laughs> a school? Oh, don't, let's not go there. I've already been... No. No, I, I think we have enough plans <laughs> For that, Jeff is Super Bowl week. Are you yes. excited about that? Uh, uh, well, I don't know. The excited. We can say Super Bowl on a sports talk show, can't we? I, you know, I don't know. I, I heard that the other night. I know. They, in advertising, they can't do that. And I'm supposed to say Super Bowl, which is uh, to me kind of trademarked. I think. Well, I tell you what, I would want all the publicity I could get. If, uh, but the, I tell you what, the NFL. They may run the entire world before the, before you and I kick off. They are one rich, tough organization. They protect the shield at all costs. <laughs> well, as far as the game's concerned. Yes, the game. I forgot about the game. The big yes. game. The Super Bowl. Yes, <laughs> I know it well. Number 55. Isn't that hard to believe? That is hard to believe. 55 of them. And most people know that... And the first game was played in '65. It was not called the Super Bowl at all. That is As a matter correct. of fact, it was the AFC Newfound League playing the NF AFL, should say, versus the NFL. Green Bay Packers and Kansas City Chiefs. Is that right? I believe that's correct. Yes. Yeah. It was three year. It was the third Super Bowl when Joe Namath and the Jets beat the Baltimore Colts. I do remember that in '67. And from that point on. AFL kind of drew traction and got uh, blended into the league. And do you have any idea when it was first called the Super Bowl, Jeff? I really don't. I, I'm not even. I'm not sure it was even that early. Uh, I, I, I don't know. No, it, I, I'm guessing it wasn't. I, I don't know. Didn't it come from some? Um, well, some kid playing seriously now with Super Ball. Do you remember that Super Ball? That I do. Bounce like that, crazy. Yeah, yeah, just go. Yeah, bounce it yeah. and go to the ceiling. Some of the kids were playing playing with it, and uh, somebody got that idea. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think they called it the Super Bowl when Namath was, Namath was the third year, as you said. Third year. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't Oakland think it was. and Oakland and the Packers were year two, um, and Kansas City. Uh, was I guess year one? I guess that's right. Um, but I don't know when they started. But it was fairly early. It wasn't, you know, 
week 20 or year 20 or anything it, it was fairly early so they get to count the first year even though it wasn't called super bowl they still get to call it part of the super bowl 55 era right yes i think yes they do that it's league championship yeah 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 uh, we have a caller waiting so let's go ahead and get that on the line welcome in tim and jeff how y'all doing well do you know the answer to our question well i was going to tell y'all a little bit about that uh the thing about the super bowl is who named it was the founder of the afl lamar hunt I think that I think that sounds because right. His, because his kids, he's talking about that Super Bowl. They playing with that Super Bowl. That's what it was. And they was in some meeting over her and think that what they was going to name it. And then Lamar Hunt popped off and said, well, "I think we ought to name it." I guess maybe I guess he put bowl in. I guess it maybe the Thomas Bowl games. I reckon. I really don't know. But he just put on. He so he popped off. Well, let's call it the Super Bowl or something. And then, of course, I guess they all agreed after that. All agreed to do it. So. Well, you talk about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl three. I remember, I mean, of course, I watched the Super Bowl highlights a hundred thousand times. All them that comes on every year during the Super Bowl. And I remember during that, uh, during that, during that, uh, the highlights of that one, they started off, and of course, they had that, they had that shot of Joe Namath at the pool, saying, saying, you know, that uh, God there rates the film says, you know, we'll win the Super Bowl. I guarantee it. You know, he guarantees it. And everything. The Jets is going to win. And then there was a guy I noticed on uh, during that film for the game with the before the uh, film started, really, they had a sign said, because Earl Morrill was the quarterback of the Colts, had a sign said, Earl the Pearl will make Joe the mouth eat those words or whatever. Something <laughs> like that. Something to that extent or something, whatever. But, uh, no, that's how, that's how the Super Bowl come about. And then, of course, the Jets beat the Colts that day. Of course, that was the first time the AFL had won. And then the next year, Super Bowl Four, which is when the merger had come about, those Chiefs played the Vikings in Super Bowl Four, And, of course, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl that year. And that was the last game of the AFL history. Of the history of the we get some real history here, Mr. Jordan. was the last game of the history of the AFL. Was they had the merger thing. I remember I watched a documentary about that on the NFL Network, and the only person who was getting that was Al Davis. He couldn't stand it when he came out. There you go. And they said they was going to merge. He, he, he couldn't. Of course, you know, he had a few with Pete Rosell couldn't stand it. He probably would have killed him. They got in a room with him. Mm-hmm. He was alone in the room. They probably would have probably choked each other to death. Probably don't worry about but, uh, but no, I did want to ask, ask y'all what y'all think about the high schools. I know it's getting close to the end of the season, and the uh, and the, uh, the district tournament's going to be here in a couple of weeks and uh, everything. And uh, I went to the Black and Riverdale game on Saturday, the girls' game, pretty good ball game and, uh, and everything. And uh, I know Jeff I know Jeff follows the middle schools, too. Did you hear about the middle school games this weekend, Jeff? I heard I heard about them from Tim Tackett. <laughs> oh, that's Tim Tackett. I think he might inform me since he's an athletic director and everything. But uh, what about that girls' game? Do you think they're going to play all day? Well, you never know. Don't think so. Blackman and Oakland, right? Yeah, the middle school. Yeah, Blackman yeah. and Oakland middle school. Yeah. The middle school, I heard, heard, heard they wanted to play at about 7 o'clock and they stopped. So after about three overtime, they stopped. So I figured. But uh, but uh, I, I know they're going on to the next round. I don't know who all they play and stuff but, and everything. But uh, I guess the Lady Raiders keep rolling along. Uh, everything. I guess Hayes is going to keep scoring. So. I guess, and uh, and the men, men still are struggling. I wish they'd win some games. I get so, get so feel so sorry for McDevitt. He works so hard and trying to get everything better. But I know y'all gonna talk about talk about all that stuff. We're gonna get it all. I'll just hang up and listen. I enjoy y'all. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jeff, speaking of crowds, for the first time in the uh, season, we'll get a chance to see the Blue Raiders play. I may put my great grandson on on tape when we tell him this. Um, he you make the funniest video TV show. He can yell, turn in circles, fall down on purpose or by. He'll he'll be very excited. He he wants to go so badly, um, and because he doesn't understand, so we've just you know had to kind of tell him. But when, when you tell him we're going to be able to go, I think, I, I'm sure he's going this weekend. And I, yeah. Let's come back and answer a couple of those questions or comment on that. I certainly want to get into the high school thing and, and Lady Raiders and all that <clears throat> uh, right after this on All Sports Talk. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have a full line of laser procedures. Dr. Craig McCabe. As well, we offer the doctor brand 
of skin peels, as well as a full line of cosmetic pharmaceuticals. Make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, funeral pre-planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Coming up tonight on WGNS, it's Rick Ensel Live at 6 o'clock. It's followed by Nick McDevitt Live at 7 o'clock. We'll take a look at this last weekend in Middle Tennessee sports and also preview the games with Charlotte coming up this weekend. Also coming up tomorrow night, it's State Farm Prep Basketball as Blackman travels to Stewart's Creek pregame at 5.50, girls game at 6 with the boys game to follow. And later on in this week, more State Farm Prep Hoops. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian School will host Franklin Grace on Thursday. That'll be on radio and streaming as well as tomorrow night's Blackman-Stewart's Creek game. On Friday night, streaming only, Rockvale at Blackman. We'll have Middle Tennessee Lady Raider basketball on at 1.30, and the men's game will follow at 5.30, all right here. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Thank you for listening to All Sports Talk. Jeff, the news of the day actually is that uh, on February 1st, which is today, tomorrow's Groundhog Day, today is the first day that uh, fans can be back into high school games at a, at a higher rate than what they were before. They can, In our county, it's 33%, one-third of the gym capacity. And, and in most regular season games, Jeff, that's, that, it's not going to be bigger than that anyway. Right. But uh, So, fans, you are back in the game if you'd like to be. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how they're going to do tickets. Most I know football did most of theirs online ahead of time. And uh, basketball, I'm not real sure how that will work. But you can check your school and find out. But you got a chance to go. Well, I'm I'm going to the Rockvale at Oakland tomorrow night, um, and I'm delighted that maybe some of our schools can make a little money and have a few fans in the stands at least to um, see everybody play. It, it's been a long haul. I, it's just hard for me to believe that I haven't seen a basketball game uh, since right before the state tournament started last year. Last year. A and, or B. A, mm-hmm. fans will flock there in large numbers because they haven't been able to go, or B, they won't go because they're so far out of the habit, they won't go. Gosh, or C, none of the above. I, I, I really don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Um, I, I have thought that maybe with the Lady Raiders and Raiders that I think you will agree that, at least with me, I got in a, kind of got in a groove and a momentum, 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 uh, and I just went all the time, you know. Sure. If they played, I went. And uh, my wife and I would make dinner plans around the game, and maybe we might take somebody, whatever. Uh, well, we have, have no momentum now at all. Uh, for, and I don't even know the players. 
I know more of the women than I do the men. Yes. Um, I don't know whether people will go or not. I I, I do not know. I, I I would say that. I would say that just to, if for no other reason than to support these kids. I hope uh, so. Uh, and coaches, I I think that that'd be a really a great reason because they have worked just as hard as ever. Uh, and now, you may not see a win. I don't know. Um, uh, our, our women are playing very, very well. Our men are not playing badly. They just can't seem to get over the hump and win a game or two they or just, three. They really seem to have trouble scoring. I, the, the scoring is, is not there. Defensively, They, you know, the games are you have a, uh, normally 60 to 50-something, right? We're not getting a lot of 85 to 82 games or anything like that. So uh, on a good shooting night, I'm, I'm anxious to go. Uh, it'll be Friday night and Saturday. I'm like you, Jeff, before the way the schedule runs at Middle Tennessee and the Conference USA on Thursday night, if you have season tickets or tickets to both men and women, Thursday night there's a game at home. Saturday night there's a game at home. Next week there's a Thursday night and Saturday night at home. It might be a different team. Probably is a different team, girls or boys. But, uh, yeah, that momentum's not there. I'll be, it'll be interesting to see, but I'm anxious to go. Well, we've got uh, the men have got uh, Charlotte – and uh, Louisiana Tech, I believe, which means the women have the same teams. Is that right? That'd be right. Yeah, just opposite of home and away. Um, I'm I'm hopeful that people will go and not get out of the. I uh, hope the habit hadn't gone. Uh, you know, but I guess that's that's a possibility. I think. Well, I'll just wait till next year. I, you know, maybe so. I don't know. Never know. Uh, basketball wise, uh, I mentioned to you off air that. Uh, Riverdale on the girls' side, Riverdale, Blackman, and Stewart's Creek all, have all at some point in time this season been in the top ten in the Associated Press. The district leader today is Oakland. Right. <laughs> which tells you a whole lot about how balanced the league is now. There's no uh, head and shoulders above. Riverdale has a good team. Blackman does, and Stewart's Creek does, and Oakland does. And Rockville's not that far behind, I don't think. I think all four of those teams that you just named – have, uh, have have lost a game to some some of the other oh, sure. three, and uh, evidently they're very very balanced. Uh, uh, I, I wish I could say more. I haven't seen them, uh, but uh, I will evidently. I'm going to get a chance to. Um, but uh, it, it's going to be a, um, a a wild and woolly district tournament for sure. We've talked about this before, Jeff. How difficult it is to poll a state like Tennessee or any state really because very few of anybody sees all these teams from Memphis to Johnson City. So if you're in Johnson City and you see Oakland is number one in the district and I don't know who's fourth right now. Blackman, Riverdale, I don't know. It'd be difficult to put all four of those teams in the top ten, wouldn't it? If you were voting. Yes. Even though you might look around and say they deserve that. I don't know if that's the case or not, but it is so balanced, and uh, on the boys' side, Seagulls had an outstanding year, Jeff. They've really come on gangbusters, and uh, they, they are the team to beat for sure. I think they had uh, 15 wins last time I, I checked on them. I believe that's right, 15 or 16 wins, which is a ton of wins. Um, I'm, I'm glad they're having success. But we, we have other teams that have got good shots at, at doing at doing well in the tournament as well. Um I, but it's it's so difficult to to talk about them more than just generalities, because we haven't really seen them play sure. yet. You know, and, and I'm I don't know about you, but I I like to see a team more than once. You know, to really make a, a judgment, and so we'll I guess we're going to find out in the next couple of weeks when we're going to play the tournament. Regardless, and I haven't heard anything about the state tournament though lately not lately now, uh, now that we've had the governor uh, speak and TWSAA has spoken I sent, a, I sent a text in today to one of our staff members there at TWSAA just with the question does this new uh, guideline make it more likely that the tournaments will be played at David Lipscomb and Middle Tennessee like they have been in the past I didn't get any response back I don't know if they've decided but wouldn't you think that that is more possible now than it was this time last week, uh, I definitely think so. Uh, n- now that Middle is is going to play uh, and and allow fans, um, I, I think that 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 may mean that they can have their the high school tournament can be there. But 
we do have a problem of social distancing and the crowd size because, uh, as you know, um, more people, three to five, maybe maybe 6,000, depends on who it is, could come to a game. Sure. Or come to a session for sure. And um, the, that would be a lot more than would probably be at the, at the Middle Tennessee game itself. So we'll see. I know nothing about it, but I've, I've already thought this through a little bit. Wouldn't you think that they might have to put a little bit more room time between games to get this arena kind of cleared out before the next group comes in to try to make that work that way? I think so, and, and they may have to put some social distancing rules in place. The, the middle has those for their fans. Um, I, I, my seat's removed couple of rows that's that's all and got me off the aisle i was right on the aisle and that was one of their rules you couldn't sit on the aisle i don't have any problem with any of that i, I think they i think they worked miracles we just didn't get a chance to use it but to that point we'll take a break to go to a middle tennessee game you do we'll have to have a season ticket to go they're right. not selling any tickets to, to non-season ticket holders the, the, that 10 percent or 15 percent rule is already there with season tickets so if you don't have a ticket to go, you're going to need to find a season ticket holder and buy them dinner or something if you want to do that. That's right. <laughs> are you available? Uh, I'm, I have um, all my tickets are accounted for. <laughs> I've got somebody who wants to use it. All right, Jeff, let's take a break. When we come back, Chip Walters will have the Blue Raider Insider Report. Hey everybody, Edwin Lee Raymer here with the P.I. Show. We come to you every Sunday night from 8 until 10 p.m. We discuss some local politics, some national politics, and other issues just as they come aboard. So join us here every Sunday evening from 8 until 10 on WGNS. Good afternoon. Really not too terribly bad here on 24 as you come past Sam Ridley Parkway and making your way down I-24 towards Manchester into Coffee County. We did see some radar out there earlier. Short stopping of delays out here you would expect up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Ripley's Aquarium and the Smokies will be hosting Sleep of the Sharks March 27th. All the details at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you've got an iPhone, we have an app for that. If you're an Android, you we have an app for that too. You can listen to us anywhere, on air and on demand. We are News Radio WGNS. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Chip, Walter, Chip Walters with us. All things Blue Raiders. Go ahead, Chip. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Let's talk Blue Raider basketball, both men and women. And that is tonight, radio shows at 6 o'clock. Rick Ensel live 
uh, presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union at 6 with Dick Palmer. And then uh, Nick McDevitt will join me at 7 o'clock for Nick McDevitt Live, presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. The Blue Raiders uh, and Lady Raiders playing UAB this past week, with uh, that being your travel partner. So it was a home-and-home week for both squads. And the Lady Raiders picked up a victory on Saturday. We'll tell you about that in just a moment. The Blue Raiders went down to Birmingham yesterday afternoon and in a game that was very similar to the Thursday night game uh, against the Blazers at the Murphy Center. Middle Tennessee played extremely well first half and into the second half. And the Blue Raiders, who were shorthanded three guards in both games, uh, ran out of gas and lost a, a big lead. And uh, UAB able to get an 11-point win. On Thursday night, Middle Tennessee led by 10 with 10 minutes to play. UAB came back and won 70-59. Yesterday, Middle Tennessee was up by 9 in the second half, and UAB came back to win 63-52. to That 63 point output is the fourth lowest of the year for UAB, who still is uh, one of the best, if not the best team in Conference USA. The Blue Raiders will now play Charlotte on Friday. That will be a 6 o'clock start, and it will be on ESPN Plus as well as right here on the Blue Raider Network. Women's basketball on uh, Friday will be at 2 o'clock in Charlotte, and uh, Dick Palmer will have uh, the broadcast of that game uh as the Lady Raiders are set to travel. Well, Anastasia Hayes has been named Conference USA's Player of the Week after leading the Lady Raiders to a pair of wins against UAB last week. Sounds like a broken record, but hey, you'll take that kind of broken record all the time. Last week, she averaged 38.5 points, 5.5 rebounds, 5 assists, and 4 steals in the two-game sweep of UAB. She was 8 of 12 from three-point range and 67% from the field. It marks the fifth Conference USA Player of the Week honor this season for Anastasia Hayes. The dynamic guard has been one of the best performers in Conference USA in program history. She had 42 points in the Lady Raiders' 81-78 overtime win at UAB on Thursday. The 42 are the sixth most in Conference USA history for a league game and seventh most in Lady Raider history. They are also the third most by a Lady Raider in a road contest and the most since Alicia Clark scored 48 against Little Rock in 2010. The 42 points are also the fifth most in a Division I women's basketball game this season. So congratulations, Anastasia Hayes, winning the Conference USA Player of the Week honor for the fifth time this year. All right, men's tennis, a dominant doubles point and six straight set singles victories propelled Middle Tennessee past Austin P 7-0 on Sunday for its 20th straight home win at the Adams Tennis Complex. The victory was the Blue Raiders' second shutout of the year as they didn't allow Austin P a single set. All right, Blue Raider baseball coming up in less than three weeks. The uh, 32 home games are on the slate this year and four more within the state boundaries. Baseball returns to the borough for the first time since March 11, 2020, with eight straight home games starting the season beginning February 19th. The full slate can be found on GoBlueRaiders.com. And don't forget, tomorrow at noon, it is the virtual Groundhog Day luncheon on the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page. All right, Chip, thank you so much on that. Uh, Jeff and I as that conversation was going on, it, the guy's just obviously having trouble holding the lead, Jeff. You get in the second half and you get a double-digit lead two, two different times and let it get away, that's that, that's tough. That, mentally, it's tough and exhausting on you. It is, and uh, and, and we've had some, some some leads. We've played well in stretches, but it just hadn't lasted long enough. Uh, and we, we just, uh, the other night, had a 10-point lead with 10 minutes and got beat by 11. Uh, uh and that shows you, you know, we can't close anybody out, evidently. Um, and, you know, as of course you know, the, the the key to getting a few wins is getting that first one. Okay. You, know, you know, learning kind of what you need to do, the effort you need to make, and, and, and getting a little uh, uh, confidence under your belt. And it just hasn't happened for us. It just has not happened. All right, we're going to come back, and uh, I, I want you to get some comments on Anastasia Hayes and the way she's playing right now and, and the, the full team. 
<laughs> Amazing what she's up to for sure. We'll be right back. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Fans eating in air and Lee calling from, with uh, Edward Jones Financial Services bring you Jeff Jordan on Mondays. And uh, Jeff, we brought I brought this up a couple, three weeks ago. Where is Anastasia Hayes going to fit into the all-time players at Middle Tennessee? <laughs> she leads the country in scoring. <laughs> yeah. And what she aver- Chip said, she averaged 38 last week. 38. That didn't hurt that average at all. What a number. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. I, I, you know, just I don't know. Aislinn, her sister, is the second leading scorer on the team, and as you said, uh, basically five guards on the ball club. Uh, not getting a lot of size in the game, but uh, certainly a lot of other things done. Uh, Anastasia, terrific player, and I, I, I just hate that I've not been able to watch her play more. Hard to do that. Average that number and and not be a selfish player to some extent yeah leads the team and assist i think yeah i was just gonna say she she's she's not selfish she'd be glad to give up the ball and does so it's it's really well if she keeps this up i mean you know i i don't know i don't know well she has that innate sense of being able to snake her way through defenders and then find a way to get up a shot that is under control if i got there and had to throw one up that's all that's what, what it'd be I'd throw it at the rim she is under control and she has just such a knack to do that and, and from a defensive standpoint she's got to leave you crazy <laughs> smooth smooth jump shot i mean just you know and great from three and will drive right around you and you and when you're watching her you just you think I used to kind of feel this way about about Crystal Horton, you know. I thought, thought garter, <laughs> you know, put a body or garter, and but they just quite often couldn't do it. And it, it, she she'll they'll come out and cover that three, and she, she'll just put it on the floor and go right around you, and and she's gone. Then it's over. One of the good things that this ball club does, I think, as I say, I haven't seen them play enough to, to say this for sure. Jeff, they can put pressure on the basketball defensively. Right. They, they don't have the real size inside to belly up and, and knock people around and all that kind of stuff. But the Hayes girls, uh, really any of them, can sneak up and, and, and pick your pocket, and next thing you know they're down there laying it in. Well, the smaller your players – generally speaking that the more pressure you have to put on the ball because closer yes. closer you get to the goal the less advantage you have and uh, so uh, you know we we're, we're playing really we really are playing with five guards a lot of times and we haven't played a lot of a lot of kids uh now that's going to change and uh probably probably in the next month that's going to change I, I think we're going to see some people get a little bit more playing time uh, if they've earned it in practice, they'll get it maybe. Uh, but it's it's a pressure game for sure, and 
What did you say she was shooting from three? She's she's well over forty percent. She was eight for twelve this past weekend. Uh, she she's not and she's not anywhere close to the best three point shooter on the team. Deja Cage and Aislinn Hayes are the, the better two three point shooters. Uh, Whittington, same way. Uh, so Anastasia to be eight for twelve. That's that's gravy on top of the the driving boat. Well, all these kids in high school, of course, saw them play many times. And uh, but the the Whittington girls, I tell you what, at Riverdale, they would just come out and pick you up on the perimeter, and they would drive you crazy. Yeah, the long arms. Oh yes, and and they could recover if they got if they got beat or got got on on the, their balls of their feet a little bit, and and maybe push back, and they could recover, and showed just constant courage on defense they can score um it's it's an exciting team to watch i'm looking forward to seeing them play in person those two girls the twins always uh amaze me with the, the just sheer determination on their face when they played you never saw well i was just saying never when a shot went in and somebody got excited that but defensively they're, it's almost like their teeth were gritted the entire time. Intense is the word, I think. That's a fair word. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's I think that's correct. And uh, like I say, I'm looking forward to seeing them play in person. I, I think um, I think it's a it's a different type of team that Coach Insel has right now um, that he's used to having. And I'm sure he'd like to have some. You know, I know he'd like to have some six foot four girl in the middle that could play. You know, and all that kind of stuff. Or six but, foot. Nothing. Okay. Like Alex Johnson, you know. Okay. That, that we'll, works, too. We'll take that. <laughs> but that's not the way it is. And good coaches adapt to what to the players that they have, and he's done that. Jeff, uh, basketball players in the same boat as football players, They this year does not count against them. They can come back and play a, a sixth year, basically. You got Typically, you have five years to play four. This year is a – basically a free year you can come back and play if, you, if you're a senior if you got your eligibility so supposedly gone our football team's in the same situation i went through the roster the other day in football the signing period the second one is wednesday uh but i noticed a lot of players still on the roster that were on last year's team that, that looks like they're going to come back i wonder how many schools have it that way and i know this coach stocks only signed three kids in the early period and part of that i'm under uh, way understanding he's just has great illusions. We hope it's true that he can get into the transfer portal and, and get several players that way. Well, I, I hope that's hope that's correct. A sixth year is, uh, is is of course a terrific thing. It's going to be interesting to see how various schools handle this. Um, I, I have no idea what anybody is is planning on doing, but um, you, you know, you're in a. It's just been just so strange. I mean, we, I mean, we're in a year. I guess people are aware of it. That that the, the Vanderbilt women just canceled their entire season. Sure, yes. They just they just they were four and four, and it was over. Well, they Jeff didn't have enough a, players. I read in the paper today, brothers at Innsworth, one a five star recruit, junior committed to University of Kentucky, both have opted out for the rest of the year. Now, think about that. If you're a coach and yeah. you've got players of that caliber, you get ready for tournament time and, and they choose to opt out. And, and I'm not being ugly about the kids at all. They, they certainly have their reasons for doing it, and, and that's fine. But from a coach's standpoint, that that just all would break your heart. Well, we have uh, hints of things that have happened where, well – a player just just doesn't play anymore because they're afraid they're going to get injured in the last sure. last year. Um, we had that in Nashville last a few years ago. A player that eventually went to UT, um, and and I do feel for the coach when this kind of thing happens. You put your heart and soul into a team, and then you you know you your best player gets hurt. That's one thing you can't do anything about that. You've had that happen. I've had that happen. Uh, um, most most every coach has. Had sure, that if you coach long enough, it's got to happen. Yeah, it will happen to you, uh, where you lose a very valuable member of your squad. But um, 
We I, and I don't know the reason either. So I I, I hope the reason is not a selfish one. But uh, um, you know I I don't I don't I don't know how to answer that question or or to speculate on it. I know it had to hurt Ricky though. Uh, I'm sure. Well, as we say, the, the tournaments start in two weeks. Somebody in this general area is going to have the COVID response during the tournament time. That they're just going to have to go away. There's a middle school nearby that is in that situation. They don't have a player on their team, but they were contacted by a player from another team, and therefore they've got to be out for 10 days this time of year. That's the way it is. Uh, National schools, Jeff, are beginning to play this week after all this time. I just, I just wonder how many of those kids hung in there long enough to still be on the team, and they've not played any games. How, how well they can play and get ready for a tournament in two weeks' time? It's a mystery question. It is certainly one that most of us wouldn't want to go through. Well, and we need to remember that if um, if you're at um, a high school. You're a senior, and you're graduating. There'll be no coming back for you. That's correct. Um, now, if you're in college, um, my goodness, you can you can work on your master's degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, the, the Vanderbilt had some a, a player uh, who was when he graduated, played two more years. He was in law school. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so, so in co- college is a little bit different. I, I don't know how many people Rick Insel will bring back, or, or, or Coach McDevitt, or anybody else. But it will be interesting to see how they handle that, and whether you whether you want them back or not. That you know that I, I don't know. I think there's generally the the, the the thought process is when you sign a kid, you sign them for that five years. You, you don't let them go. Rarely does that happen. But I don't think there's any commitment that you got to bring them back for this year. Uh, do, do you think that's not? Would you consider that cold-blooded if you said call a kid in and say I, I can't renew your scholarship for a sixth year? No, I probably would not. I, I understand that how that could happen. Surely. All right, let's take a break, wrap it up. When we come back, get ready for Rick Ensel live here in about uh, 12 minutes on All Sports Talk. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Good afternoon. Really not too terribly bad here on 24 as you come past Sam Ridley Parkway and making your way down I-24 towards Manchester into Coffee County. We did see some radar out there earlier. Short stopping of delays out here you would expect up and down sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies will be hosting Sleep of the Sharks March 27th. All the details at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time we travel. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. You know the first bank has the warmest banks in town? On a cold day, they have absolutely the most comfortable, warmest banks in town. First bank? First bank. What, they have a fireplace like in their lobby or something? No, what? I just think the, the warmth is the glow of the tellers ah, and all the folks that are in there. They're the personality of the personality people. Personality I did not know that, but uh, <laughs> I, I can't get into my bank. But you I'm not going to mention my it, bank. You? But I you, don't, you don't doubt that, do you? Oh, no. No, I don't, I don't doubt that at all. If you say it's true, it must be true. <laughs> Across the state of Tennessee, First Bank, certainly here in Murfreesboro. Appreciate them being part of All Sports Talk. 
Jeff, as I mentioned, uh, football signing period is this Wednesday. About, was it three years ago that they started doing the early, allowed kids to start signing in November, I think? Yeah, two times a year. Yeah, Yeah, and early signing period. The first year they signed just a few. In the second year they signed a few more. And this year more schools than not have signed the majority of their class. Uh, I I think the Middle Tennessee's of the world are the ones that that do not do that because they're hoping a lot of things will fall through the the cracks or whatever and and, and be available for that. But uh, for middle, it's it's crucial. Jeff, last year's three and six record, uh, not getting to see the team play. I I know that folks are anxious to see if something can get done and and get back on the positive side of this thing. I I know they've got a, a new offensive coordinator name that does not come to me, but I liked his credentials, what I saw. Uh, young man that I think is going to have some good ideas, hopefully. And uh, I'll bet you money that he spent some time with Brent Stockstall, who's now the wide receivers coach at Middle Tennessee. Uh, I, be, I just got to think Brent's going to throw some two cents worth in there to as far as the way the offense should run. Well, I would think so. Uh, you know, uh, he, he was a terrific quarterback for us for four years, and I, I think he understood exactly what he was supposed to be doing and how the offense was supposed to run. Now he's a receivers coach, but that that's fine. You know he he can he can do the quarterback spot too, or certainly aid in that area. And speaking of that area, we need a quarterback. We don't have a quarterback returning. Our starter's not returning. Starter's not returning. A couple on the roster have. There, there is a grad transfer that's come or a portal transfers that's come in. Started ten games at North Carolina State last year whose name does not come to me as well. But uh, that that sounds promising to me. That does sound promising. Um, we, uh, we've got a ways to go, but, it, but, it, but I, I, think it can, I think it can I know it can happen. Um, we see turnarounds all the time. Um, and it's just been a strange and unusual year where you're playing people you don't expect to play and, and, and games canceled, and it's just been weird. Uh, I, I tended, and we were told that this would be understood by a lot of people, and 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 discounted, but I haven't really noticed that it was discounted. Have you? I mean, it looks like more people get fired now than ever. Oh gosh! And and and, uh, and I mean, these are people that couldn't even practice in many cases. It's just been a very strange year. And think about this, Jeff. We're coming up on that almost one year anniversary when things went in the sports world at least went haywire that was march the 11th right and we're uh, six weeks away from that it, does it seem like a year or does it seem like five years it seems like five years to me <laughs> i don't know about you but it seems like a long time but I, I think i would be and i am encouraged i mean i know i've had my f- first shot and, and all that kind of stuff and we'll get another one very soon and i know a lot of people that have done that but um, gosh we've got to uh, millions and millions of people that, uh, uh, and the, the the light at the end of the tunnel is I, I can't see that yet, not, uh, not clearly anyway. Uh, it brings me to the question I was going to ask you: March eleventh, when that all happened, did you think it was going to be a month or six weeks, and then things get back to sure. one? Sure, I did too. At what point in time did you come to the realization that this thing is going to be a longer term than we ever want to think about? Well, I, I would I would have to say that at, at that time I was a member of the school board, and and our director uh, was all over this, and he knew I think that that we had problems that we were going to have to face that we'd never faced before. In other words, we were not coming back for the end of the school year. I think I think we were all pretty sure that you know we might try it and and whatever and 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 really Tim, I'm not making excuses here. I'm just telling you you already know it, but I'm telling the audience, I guess, the truth. And that is that we had just just established a virtual school at that point. Mm-hmm. Not because of the pandemic, we uh, but we and we didn't have everybody trained yet because it was going to be a year before we were going to really need it and any numbers. Well, of course, the pandemic changed all of that. And um, that's when we knew we were, we were in trouble. And, and I think we can look around the country and we, we see that we still are. But even in April, when yeah. it became obvious that we weren't going to be yeah. able to finish the school year. Yeah, 
Right. I was still confident we were going to get started in August. Oh, me too. School was going to come back in August, and we'd be sure good to go. We'd always done it. We'd been doing it for two hundred years. <laughs> we didn't do it, did we? So, uh, well, it, it, it has pervaded everything, every part of our being, for sure. And uh, we, we've talked on the show today. Just when when it finally gets to the point that we've got our shots or we've got our. our herd immunity in place, whatever it happens to be, and it, this becomes a thing that is under control. How long is it going to take for our society to get back to a to a real groove? I don't think we know the answer to that. I don't think we do either. Uh, and we did mention this just a minute uh, last year, uh, last week, and, and that is that there is, as bad as I hate to say it, a big money thing here. Oh, yes. And that and, uh, our teams... And in many cases, our schools are broke. I mean, literally broke. And their athletic departments are hanging on by their fingernails. And um, uh, it's going to take a while to recover from that. It's going to take a lot of fundraising. And it's going to take a lot of those fans that you asked me about a minute ago. Are they going to come back? I hope so. I think they will. But it may be August before they do. Well, as you and I know, Jeff, over the last 10 years, it, the fan base is going to the games has eroded a good bit anyway. So much on TV, so easy to watch it on TV, to, to, to do whatever. So high schools are not making the money now, last year, let's say, that they were making 10 years ago in most cases, right? Right. And we got um, – you mentioned March 11th. That's around the date – when when baseball, softball, and these spring sports started. Yes. Uh, it's uh, I, I'm not sure, but that's close. It's within a day or two of being it, right. It would be correct. Well, uh, I, I think I'm not sure what kind of situation we're going to have, uh, and and we missed almost all the we missed all the boys' state tournament, right? Basketball. Missed, and, yeah. and over half the girls. Correct. Uh, well, what about spring fling? We missed all of that. Yes. We're going to miss all that again. Well, I don't know. I, I certainly hope not. I think, I do think that we're going to be able to get our spring sports in and spring fling in some form we'll get in. That, that, that's what I think. But as I've said over and over and over, the only thing we know for sure is we don't know anything for sure. Well, at least our spring fling sports are all outside. Yes. And that's going to help that, us a little bit. And that, that will be the, the, the opportunity to get that. Taking care of that for sure. Right. I, I would hate to miss two years of spring fling. Well, folks, the gym doors are back open. Hope that you'll get a chance to get out and see a game or two and support these kids and wear your mask, do what you need to do to keep these kids safe. They want to play. We need to let, let them play, right? Right. Wave at me tomorrow night at Oakland. All right. Thanks. <laughs> thank you so much. we got uh, Rick Hensel live, followed by Nick McDevitt live right here on GNS in about two minutes. Thanks for listening. Monty in tomorrow. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.